Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Praise be the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Welcome to another edition of Real Presence Live as Father James Gross from the Diocese of Fargo is joining you from the near Southside Historic District in beautiful downtown Grand Forks. And here with me today, as usual, is my uh, classmate from the Diocese of Fargo, Father Jason Leffer. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Father Gross. Boy, what a glorious day, right, to be alive. And we get this blessing of maybe three days of beautiful weather before the... (laughs) more winterish weather comes in but on my drive into the historic downtown section of grand forks today they finally have the road construction done or completed Mm -hmm. so i didn't have to go through a corn maze to get here today (laughs) but the 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 part about it that's really i mean the new road is glorious yes but it's so sad because the cobblestones are all gone i just i was i was kind of just bemoaning that you know the historic part of this this downtown is the yeah. cobblestones. You the, know. The, the city decided to redo that 4th Avenue South patch because it is such a busy corridor, but you have to get off on the side streets to see the granitoid pavement, that is called. It was uh, from a company in Chicago. In fact, there are stamps on the intersections in some of the, the, the brick segments where um, it says the, the, the where it was from and the year and stuff like that, so, so it's a great... The King's Highway is now here. It's all smooth and glorious, <laughs> but... Uh, but I shed a tear for the cobblestones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. One of the little differences with improvements, and you know, it's it's kind of funny that sometimes those projects are weeks in the uh, making, and then it seems almost magically within early to mid October everything gets done. You know, as crunch time is approaching and the and the uh, weather is getting colder. Although it is the, the one thing that's a little hard to get used to this time of year is that the sun rises are later and later, and so um, it, it takes. A little bit more discipline uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get out of bed in the darkness. That's right, right, right. Well, we're going to have a number of wonderful guests to visit with today. We're also going to be, as usual, in the bottom half of the first hour doing our straight talk segment. 877-795-0122 is the number to call. You can also leave questions on our Facebook page at Real Presence Radio. You could do that right away. And uh, we'll be looking forward to visiting with you. And we have a few topics that we'll throw out into the ether as well. But before we start with any of those, Father, if I could call upon you to begin this uh, time together with prayer. Absolutely. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father in heaven, we praise you, we worship you, we adore you, we glorify you. Heavenly Father, may we in this broadcast be your great glory. May it go out touching the hearts, the minds, the imaginations of all the listeners, drawing them in to your Holy Spirit. May the earth be set ablaze with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Um, May we come to be one with your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in all things. And we make this through the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Paul of the Cross. Pray for us. And St. 
Nicholas. Pray for us. Because he's going to be coming up later. That's a little teaser for people to know that this interesting to say yes, Nicholas today. An interesting little tidbit coming up in the news. Uh, kind of a fascinating thing coming up there. Yes. Um, and uh, we are also going to be uh, visiting about some of the great uh, work that's being done for the church throughout our listening area. But we get to begin with uh, a dear local segment, uh, yes, someone yes, yes. right in our backyard, you might say. We have uh, with us from St. Anne's Living Center in Grand Forks, Sister Christina Marie. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you so much. It is wonderful to have you with us and to uh, visit with you. Before we get into some of the heart of the matter of um, some of the activities that you have going on there, uh, can you tell uh, our listeners a little bit about yourself and about uh, your vocation journey? Sure. Um, so I'm a Franciscan sister from the Pinkinson province, Vigilian Franciscan, and I've been here at St. Anne's for 13 years. I help in a variety of capacities here, just as PR and communications and occasional aid work, reception desk work, and whatnot, and the sacristy. So I'm originally from the Twin City area in Minnesota, and ended up feeling called to religious life and visiting different communities, and ended up on a bus to Hankinson, or actually to Fargo. And yeah. yeah, so I've been with the community for a while now. And to orient our listeners with the area that we're talking about here, Hankinson is a town of, I suppose, about 800,000 people in the southeastern corner of North Dakota, and it really is a beautiful facility that the sisters have there, the, the mother house in the United States for the Franciscan sisters. What was it about that particular community and that charism that um, really drew you in and resonated with you? Um, that would be a whole other story, but um, a few things that were important to me that resonated were the strong community life, devotion to the Eucharist, um, having a variety of apostolates with a background in communication. I didn't really want to just be a nurse or a teacher, so all those things seemed to be a good fit, I guess. Fantastic. And so tell us a little bit about your current, uh, you mentioned it just at the beginning here, but uh, tell us a little bit about the place that uh, you are um, uh, serving at, uh, St. Anne's, uh, and kind of their, the, the, their history and their background here in Grand Forks. Sure. So St. Anne's serves elderly and disabled individuals. We actually have two units. One is called Basic Care, and it's more of a supervised living environment for people who need a little more attention but not to the point of needing 24-7 skilled nursing care. We also have affordable housing apartments that are subsidized by the federal government TED program, and we have three of, 30 of those, sorry. Uh, St. Anne's originally began in Fargo in the mid-1940s, serving some homeless men that were riding the rails, but they no longer were able to maintain that lifestyle due to their mental or physical health, and so our sisters opened a house for them in Fargo and then outgrew the house there, were asked to move to Grand Forks, and they remodeled the St. Michael's Hospital. And then in the late 70s, that building wasn't up to fire code, so they ended up converting an old convent into what is now our basic care facility and added on the apartment unit at that time. That, that is interesting because the, the history of the sisters was St. Michael's Hospital, and now this is a Saint James, the former St. James school as well. No, no, no. So wasn't the it's convent with the convent that? Oh, it wasn't. 
that that but property yeah. is just a block away essentially okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah but but the, the former high school uh, catholic high school in grand fork st james right. academy were the sisters right. there associated with the high school though or they weren't it was sisters of st joseph who taught in the area school okay I don't there we know go for sure that history exactly what school taught i'm guessing st michael st mary's that type of thing but i'm not i don't know about st james Okay. I wasn't alive at that time, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. And, you know, sister, you, um, I, I know in my past when I was in Grand Forks, there was always Eucharistic adoration at, at your facility. Is that still going on as well? So with COVID, everything came to a screeching halt. We have since then opened up Friday afternoons having adoration from 3 to 6 p.m. And it's mostly for our residents, but anyone's welcome to come. With area churches during their own adoration program, just I don't know if it's even feasible to do it here as extensively as was done in the past, but we do it Friday afternoon. So. Yeah, it is amazing the effect that COVID had on so many, so many yeah. things. With, within activities. the communities here in town, the parishes, there was a, a shift to trying to organize and build up the uh, commitments to adoration, perhaps a certain day of the week or what have you, that uh, various parishes have been having. So there have been a number right. of people who for years were faithful weekly uh, adorers of their time slot who have been invited to kind of transfer their their practice okay. to the to the local mm -hmm. parishes right but that was that was really um uh, uh, that that was really a mark, you might say, of uh, the, the Catholic um, presence and spirit uh, in in this uh, community for a long time. Very good. So um, one of the things that we wanted to visit with you about today, Sister Christina, has to do with uh, this uh, women's group that uh, you've been working with. Can you tell us about that, please? Sure. We've been going for close to four years now, and we meet once a month for Saturday. We have a speaker, and well, we start with rosary and mass, and then have a short talk, and then break into small groups to discuss it, and then bring it back together again. We have a few songs here and there, but it's pretty low-key. But it's just a nice opportunity to connect with other women who are strong in their faith and to build each other up, encourage each other, and share our struggles. So it's just a nice gathering, I guess. And as you mentioned, with the pandemic kind of putting a number of things on hold, it's as, almost as though, in a sense, you guys are kind of um, rebooting things in terms of the specifics of um, how you're meeting and, and uh, what the program consists of, right? Well, we actually started meeting again uh, in March of 21 okay. at St. Michael's. We weren't able to do the St. Anne's at that point. But then last summer... A year ago, last summer, we came back to St. Anne's. So we've been at St. Anne's now for a little over a year again. Very good. Yeah. Well, sister, uh, hang on for uh, just a moment here. We're going to step aside and take our break just a little bit early, and then we're going to continue with a lengthier segment as we continue to look at the um, uh, ministry that you are a part of, uh, not only at St. Anne's, but for the greater Catholic community. So we are visiting with Sister Christina Marie from the Franciscan Sisters of Dillingen and the Hankinson uh, community, and you're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real 
Google Presence Radio Maybe is available try, on Google Assistant devices, like, including Google Home, back, phones, tablets, and smart it. displays. To really start quick. this action, say something like, OK, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM 970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use words like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. Okay. Yeah. For what it's worth, worried about we really someone's salvation, any sort especially one who so died by suicide. I'm Father Chris Alar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for oh, their okay. eternal fate. They so die bad. in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of Saint Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so. He says that many times the soul, illuminated by a ray of his final grace, turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow! We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. Excellent. And to Welcome get back, book, sister. After suicide, there's hope for them and you. Is that better which in helps your ear? Any kind of suffering better? or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Do you know a priest who has made a difference well, we will in your be patient life or at you your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, <laughs> discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence yes. Radio would like to know Very about these amazing priests. Yeah. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week yeah. on Real Presence yeah. Live, we will recognize one of our priests right. with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Yeah. Help yeah. us on our fathers okay. by we're nominating your priest today. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're underwater. <laughs> Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If okay, you okay like and then you just give us less to give this year, or yeah, are waiting we'll, until we'll you just get keep through these forward. recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Father James Gross, uh, delighted to be back with you, joined with by Father Jason Leffer. We are priests of the Diocese of Fargo, and we are visiting with Sister Christina Marie, a uh, Franciscan sister who is uh, one of the uh, three sisters that are currently uh, involved with uh, St. Anne's Living Center, a uh, great uh, institution here in Grand Forks. We were just starting to talk about um, Magnificat Mornings, this uh, monthly um, women's uh, devotional group that uh, you guys are spearheading. So um, uh, tell us about some of the things that you have been focusing on. Is there like 
like a theme that you uh, try to approach over a certain time, or how do you come up with those various uh, topics? Um, we put a call out for any of the women in our group who would like to share, you know, your presentation. Uh, a lot of times the topics focus around the liturgical years, like, okay, in July it was the precious blood, in August we did the transfiguration, in September we did our Lady of Sorrows. So a lot of times if there's a liturgical feast around the time of our meeting, we'll center around that, but if another one, if a woman wants to share about a topic or her own testimonial or anything like that, we'll and you hint, you include well. mass uh, pretty much uh, as often as you can for these uh, sessions, correct? Yep, it usually usually includes nine o'clock mass. And anyone it sounds like we might not currently have uh, Sister Christina with us on the air, do we? I'm here. Well, in any event, we'll just see what's happening here in terms of uh, trying to get uh, Sister Christina back. And our apologies to you as listeners, because what um, a little bit of inside baseball, there was a um, there was something that was a little dicey with the connection that we had initially had with Sister. Um, she was getting a lot of echo and feedback, you know, through her phone. It may not have been something that was audible for you as you were listening to that segment. So in the break, we were trying to remedy that, and we um, contacted her and a different number and uh lo and behold uh, un- unless the rapture has begun i don't know <laughs> well being the good catholics we are we know the rapture is not going to happen yes exactly the um well hey how we have a little fun here while we're waiting for sister christina hopefully to come back online Hello? oh there we are oh okay. very good well we'll have to reserve our fun it's all <laughs> back to all seriousness <laughs> oh, it was goodness. fun because we were going to be talking about St. Nicholas, Candy, and Children. That's why it would have been fun. Anyway, the, the, there will be plenty of time for that. <laughs> so, uh, 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 Sister Christina, what uh, what is the uh, theme for your next month's meeting, and what day is that taking place? Okay, so again, it's always on the first Saturday. So in November, that is the fifth, and our theme is going to be about the saints. So... Uh, for uh, tying in obviously with all saints, which will be uh, you'll be the octave uh-huh. of all souls and all saints there. The um, and and who who's who's invited or encouraged to come to come to to your meetings? Who's it open to? If any any Catholic women in the area, I mean, even if they're not Catholic, you won't throw them out or anything. Um, yeah, it's totally open to women of all ages. As part of the whole vision of the group is to let women from young to old be able to share with each other. And the intergenerational aspect of it is something that we really are striving for because the young can learn from the old and vice versa. I had this fleeting, Father, I had this fleeting image of Sister Christina as a bouncer at the door and checking if, identification. And if anybody knows Sister Christina, she'd be the last person on the face of the earth to bounce <laughs> anybody anywhere. So, <laughs> um, Before we had temporarily lost you, Sister, we were asking about um, uh, the, the fact that uh, pretty much at all of these meetings, when possible, you have a Mass included as part of your program, yes. correct? Right, right. Okay. There's rosary at 8.30, so anyone who wants to start out early can come and pray the rosary, and Mass is usually at 9 o'clock. So. Very good. And um, uh, one, of our, uh, one of our classmates, who is a uh, now retired priest of the diocese, has been uh, very uh, solicitous, I think, in helping you sisters, Father Joseph Daco, um, with kind of the general rhythm of, um, of your liturgies there at St. Anne's. Yes, he has Mass for us frequently during the week. 
I just recently was in conversation with Father Daco, and I was trying to get him to help me out with something. And it turns out he's much more busy in retirement than he than he was. He's got <laughs> everybody is demanding Father Daco to come, and he has some pretty yeah. good ministries going on. I know, yeah, he, he, chipping he, in at the Air Force Base yep. while their uh, chaplain is on an active. And I know he, he loves going to St. Anne's, so he always talks about that too. So now it says it says here that you have a, you also have a, some type of a workshop coming up here in the near future. Yes, on Thursday, November 3rd, we are offering a workshop for seniors and their caregivers, and we're going to be covering like tips for keeping sharp oh. as you age. Sounds like we've yeah. temporarily uh, lost sister again here. You know, it's a, as a, oh, she's back? Okay, very Hello. good. Yeah. Uh, please continue. We had lost you temporarily, okay. but please continue, sister. Sure. So on Thursday, November 3rd, we're going to have our first session in a series of workshops for seniors and their caregivers. The title of the first workshop will be Don't Lose Your Mind, Keeping Sharp as You Age. So uh, it's open to the public. It's a free series. Um, Sister Rebecca, who is our administrator, but also an occupational therapist, will be one of the presenters, as well as our director of nursing, Terry Hansen. So we hope that people can join us for some um, information and just to network and visit with other people as well who are facing similar they just might. Excellent. And in addition to those uh, kinds of conferences, um, I always uh, enjoy hearing about some of the uh, activities that you uh, provide for the residents there. What are some of your favorite uh, activities that you uh, get them involved in throughout the course of the year? Uh, do you mean special events or do you mean just routine activities? Um, it could be either or, basically. Okay. Uh, we had an Oktoberfest party a couple weeks ago, and that was a lot of fun. They had um, beer brat, sauerkraut, sauce pretzels, and even beer. So they had a lot of fun. Um, the beach ball exercise, they have a lot of times during the week, and you just sit around with a beach ball and throwing it to each other or, or kicking it. That's a lot of fun. I like that one. <laughs> I know <laughs> in the past, though. We have a brother, priest, father, Matthew Kramer, but when he was younger, when he was a teenager, he'd bring yes. his accordion over, and he'd, he'd yes, play for yes. the residents. Do you, do you ever get accordion music coming back and playing for the residents? Yes, yes. Actually, Chuck Gus is our bookkeeper, and he plays every month a dance for the residents. They just had was, one yesterday was, afternoon. Was that part of the Oktoberfest as well? It was not. He was not able to make it to the Oktoberfest, oh, but he played okay. some German music yesterday afternoon. Did, did anybody show up in their lederhosen? No. <laughs> no, Although, no, um, no, no, no costumes. Our community director and her husband served the event, and they had special outfit aprons for the occasion. Uh-huh. So it was fun. Yes. That's about as as much as I think they could probably handle at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All righty. And um, now, do do you find that? Um, uh, do you have uh, residents who are from uh, somewhat far away, or is it mostly uh, people in, in uh, the Grand Cities and, and nearby? It's largely people from the Grand Forks area, but there are people who have connections with Grand Forks that are not back there. I mean, there's been people from like Arizona, other places of the country, too. So, I mean, it's a concentration of Grand Forks area, but there's people who have made their way back, you know. They used to live here, and then they moved away, and then they came back. That kind of thing as well happened. So. Do, do you have any openings at the moment, or is there a waiting list to get into St. Anne's? We do have openings, um, more so in basic care, but I think we do have a couple of apartments 
opening up as well. And when you look at the 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 umbrella you might say of all the different kinds of um, uh, care that can be supplied by you know various facilities it's important to kind of clarify the the, the certain things that St. Anne's uh, helps us with in the community as opposed to some of the other uh, more more corporate places uh, around town too but um, at least mm-hmm. you've got a you've got a number of um, residents who have a, a, a certain amount of independence, so they're not uh, right. completely bound uh, to the facility either. Right. Mm-hmm. We're more okay. like assisted living with these terminology that's more familiar to people. Right, right. Where there's a, a community there, and, and people aren't uh, worried about just uh, you know being on their own and what should happen to their loved one if they're, you know, if if nobody's there with them and and things like that. Right. Okay. And we're a small enough facility that everybody knows each other, and it's like a family feel too. So you're not just a number, which is nice. Mm-hmm. During the course of the year, um, you receive help from uh, numerous people in terms of um, uh, bringing in produce and and various things like that as well. Uh, Tell us about some of the ways in which people have been gifting you with donations there at St. Anne's. Um, Gene Wald and Roger Wald, their family always plants a section of their land of corn for us. So this past year we have like 800 and some years of corn and blanched them. That was quite the <laughs> undertaking. Um, yeah. This time of year, it's more apples. So we've gotten a few apples in, so we just take care of those as well. It's, you will, never will know there, what's going to happen in the day. <laughs> will there be any pumpkin pie on the menu in the near future? Probably. I haven't gotten any pumpkins in yet. <laughs> okay. That's okay. So we're, we're hope- that's right. We're hoping for some pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. one, one would think that there's certainly uh, at least a few of those to spare that, that may show up there, too, right? And um, what kinds well, of... Vol- yeah, yeah. Um, with, with regard to the kind of the daily life and, at uh, St. Anser, what kinds of volunteer opportunities uh, might be available in case somebody says, you know, I think that's something I might be called to for maybe, you know, a couple hours a week. Are there certain particular things that you would like to uh, like us to know about? Well, we could definitely discuss it with individuals and see what their interests are. Um, residents love music. They love visiting. So like, even on a Sunday afternoon, if you want to bring your family over to visit and play games for an hour, that would be lovely. Uh, again, if you're interested in volunteering, just reach out and let us know because we can certainly have that conversation with you as an individual and see where your interests and gifts could line up with our needs. You know, that, that really strikes me, Sister Christina, because in our kind of our mobile culture that we live in, like uh, Father Gross and I, we grew up in kind of stable environments with three or four generations in one house or the neighborhood and cousins and grandma and grandpas and all that. But your modern family or expression modern family, they probably don't have access to grandparents or on a regular basis. And it'd be a great opportunity for, especially families with, you know, children or whatever, to come over to have like a regular, normal interaction with older people who are just, you know, sitting around waiting. Don't have a lot of family of their own nearby. Yeah. Right. Get a a set of adopted grandparents. A lot of our residents don't have a lot of family. Yeah. 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 As I said before, intergenerational learning is so true and such a gift when young and old can learn from each other and gain from each other. Exactly. 
and uh, that yeah, that's a great uh, that that's a great opportunity for people to consider when they're in. I guess the sociologists would call it the nuclear family, and are just you know so wrapped up in um, just activities within themselves to realize that there is a a community here that could uh, could could really uh, use help and accompaniment. Um, so, uh, Saint Anne's Living Center. Um, that's a uh, that's the uh, current terminology, right? Because Saint Anne's Guest Home might be the name that a lot of people were familiar of in previous years, but there's been sort of a shift to that new to that new moniker, right, sister? Right. It just helps people who are outside and not familiar with us know what we're doing, so we don't get so many phone calls asking to book a room for next Tuesday with a double bed. <laughs> Uh, yes. Very good. Yes, yes, that makes that makes an awful lot of sense. So, Sister Christine Marie from the uh, Saint Anne's Living Center, thank you so much for taking this time to tell us about the great work that you're doing, and uh, be assured of our prayers uh, for you and uh, the dear sisters uh, with whom you're working, and the residents there at the Living Center. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Yes. So St. Anne's uh, Living Center has been a, a fixture for quite some time, and uh, Father Daco um, helps them out. Father, Another uh, priest uh, friend of ours in the diocese, Father Philip Chaco, is currently in oh. residence at uh, St. Anne's Living okay. Center, too. So it's it's almost an embarrassment of riches that they have there right now. Well, wonderful. Right now, it's wonderful. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. God bless you, Sister Christina, and uh, all the best Thank to you. you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, we have a number of different topics that we're going to be looking at, but we really want to hear from you as well. 877-795-0122 is that toll-free number. We would love to hear from you in our Straight Talk segment. You can also leave questions for us on our Facebook page at Real Presence Radio, and uh, we will dive into those in just a moment. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 